Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hi, everybody. Welcome to my show. I'm your host today, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And today we're going to talk about what you need to know about a recession. And um, obviously I'm talking about this because pretty much we're going into a worldwide recession if we are not already there um, as yet. I don't think Australia is there yet, um, but I think maybe America is already in a recession, even though nobody's actually saying the word recession in America. Um, it seems from what um, my friends over there have told me that it's um, it seems like they uh, are already in a recession and the UK is having a really hard time as well and they are probably in a similar situation as America um, and already in a recession. And Australia tends to lag behind as much as, you know, six months, um, you know, going into a recession and equally coming out of a recession. So we, we tend, we follow other countries, but we just take a little bit more time. And as I've said to you before, Australia hasn't seen a recession, a real recession, since the 1990s. And um, most of you won't remember the 1990s, and I do, only just, <laughs> um, actually better than that, unfortunately. But um, we had um, Paul Keating at the time as Prime Minister, and uh, he told us that this was the recession we had to have. Australia had to have that recession. And um, so Paul Keating, the Prime Minister of the day, um, essentially took Australia into a recession, which was absolutely um, hideous. It was hideous for Australians. Um, interest rates went up to the variable interest rate for mortgages went up, depending on the bank, uh, between 19 and 24%. Uh, there was one bank in particular that was at 24%. Most sort of hovered around 22%, and some lucky people paid 19%. And I remember the recession so well. It was it really hit middle-class Australia. And, um, you know, people just couldn't afford to pay their mortgages. They were absolutely struggling to pay their mortgages. And it impacted, of course, our farmers. If our farmers had any sort of mortgage on their farm, it impacted them. And so at the beginning of the recession, like any recession, the banks were foreclosing when people couldn't pay their, their mortgage. Um, and it became so dire that I remember the banks formally coming out and announcing that they would not be repossessing uh, any more farms or houses because there was no one to buy them. That's how bad it was, that the banks stopped repossessing houses um, or farms because there was just no one to buy them. So what they said was, 
pay the mortgage that you can pay, pay as much of the mortgage as you can pay. And when we're out of the recession and the interest rates are back down to somewhat normal, um, then we will um, refinance your mortgage and put those non-payments and the compound interest into your mortgage and, you know, give you another mortgage and you can sort of, you know, continue on in life. So there weren't, um, there were lots and lots of repossessions, but as I said, the bank stopped. So that was in the early 1990s. That's the last real recession that um, that we have um, seen in Australia. Now, I know the rest of the world, um, you know, we had the financial crisis um, uh, in the uh, early 2000s and most of the world went into a recession then. We didn't. We had another prime minister that put out all all sorts of initiatives uh, to keep the economy going. And so, yes, we had a bit of a dip, but it wasn't a true recession. Um, and I've said this before, in my view, I think, the res- I think the Prime Minister of the day should have allowed Australia to go into a recession then, um, but he didn't. And really, we have been kept out of recessions um, since 1990 or since the early 1990s um, because nobody, nobody being the government, wanted to see interest rates go that high, people being unable to pay mortgages and, um, and just people being in absolute dire straits. So um we um so the government has always put initiatives in so that Australia hasn't gone into a recession. So they say if you're under 40 in Australia, you have never known a recession um, because you were too young in the 90s and we haven't really had one since. So it's going to be something really new. So why is Australia going into a recession now? along with other countries. And the reason that we're now going to go into a recession, if the rest of the world does, and that looks highly likely, um, is because the government put so much money into the economy during the last two years, during 2020 and 2021, to keep the economy somewhat going during lockdown, um, that we simply can't afford to put any more initiatives in. We're, we're already, we already borrowed a lot of money. Uh, traditionally, if you know anything about um, our economy and our government, we don't like to have any debt. Uh, We prefer that the country, so the government, doesn't have any debt. Um, And it's a really big thing here. It's a a, uh, commitment when a party is trying to put their leader in as prime minister. If we are in debt, one of the things that Um, the Australian people ask the parties are when is the government going to get out of debt and so it's a huge thing Um, so to be I think we're now billions of dollars in debt and um, we will be billions of dollars in debt for um, decades and they've already told us that 
Um, so don't expect us to be out of debt anytime soon. It'll probably take about 30 years for the government to get out of debt. So we don't have the money to do the initiatives that we have done previously so that the economy uh, doesn't go into a recession. And one of the initiatives the government, the federal government did during COVID was um, everybody got paid $750 if they were um, unable to work for any reason. So if your business was one of those businesses that had to be closed down or just because everything else around you was being uh, closed down, your business was then affected and you weren't earning as much as uh, you normally would, then the government paid you, <clears throat> uh, you and all your employees $750 a week so that you could continue to pay rent, buy food, pay electricity bills, all the normal stuff, the day-to-day -day living, which was fantastic, by the way, absolutely fantastic because people would have absolutely starved. So it was a really good thing to do. I really agreed with it at the time. I still agree with that. But the problem with that is they don't have any money to keep, a, keep us out of a recession now. And I agree with that as well. I think it is healthy for economies to have, um, you know, highs and troughs. It keeps, you know, um, things like property prices at a realistic level. And last year we saw property prices um, boom, and we weren't the only country. Um, uh, America saw the same thing, and other countries around the world saw that property prices absolutely boom. In Australia, they just went completely nuts, um, and um, first home buyers, you know, couldn't afford to buy a property, and um, um, it was just completely nuts. People would say. I mean, property is expensive enough in Australia as it is, and you probably already know that. But, um, you know, our property prices in Sydney are sort of equivalent to London and New York. So um, it's really expensive. And, um, you know, um, the real estate agent would say, oh, this property will go for $2.5 and it would actually sell for like 3.4, like nearly a million dollars more. That's how nuts it went. It went absolutely nuts. So, um, you know, we need to readjust that. That's why I agree with the country going into a recession. We need to readjust that. Um, the property prices being so nuts in this uh, country needs to be readjusted. So that's what this recession will do. So what is a recession? A recession is when there has been two quarters in a row where there's been no growth. That's the definition of a recession. And pretty much every country's had that, um, but we're still not saying we're in a recession. Uh, at the moment, you will know that um, inflation is just crazy high everywhere. It's really high here. It's really high in America. It's really high in the UK. Uh, no doubt it's really high in Canada. It's really high everywhere. So it's just going nuts. Someone told me, I think I said this to you last week, someone told me that in America that 
they went to buy a Thanksgiving turkey and it cost them $90, $90 for a turkey. Um, it was, you know, they were just like, it's crazy, the, the cost of living. And they were saying people can't afford to buy food. And we, Australia is going the same way. We can see it's going the same way. So, um, you know, it's been very interesting listening to the commentators just in the last week about a recession in Australia. And um, our um, governor of the Reserve Bank came out last year and said um, interest rates won't start to rise till 2024. I think I've mentioned that to you before. And... Um, and people believed them, you know, people believed him and started buying these uh, properties at really um, ridiculous prices because at the time interest rates were under 2%. They were, you know, 1.9, 1.92, 1.94. They were real and, and lower. They were really, money was really, really cheap. And, of course, when money is cheap, um, the banks will lend you more than they will at, you know, at other times, especially in a recession. So people were buying these really, really expensive houses uh, in 2021, expecting interest rates to stay low until 2024. But what happened? Um, I will tell you after the break and you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith on Inspired Choices Network and I will be back in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts with a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspirechoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network, and today we're talking about a recession. So before the break, 
um, I was saying that, you know, worldwide we are going into a recession. Everybody has inflation that is absolutely going nuts and um, people are struggling um, worldwide and Australia is um, sort of lagging behind there a few months, maybe as much as six months behind. Um, and last year I was saying that here in Australia, property prices went absolutely nuts. Um, and the governor of the Reserve Bank came out and said interest rates wouldn't start going up until 2024. And I've said this before that when he came out and said that, you know, I thought, look around, just walk down the streets and you'll see that that can't be true um, because you can always see when there's going to be a dip in the economy by, you know, what's going on around you. Have a look at, you know, who's spending a lot of money. Just walk through the shopping centres and see if there are heaps and heaps of people buying stuff there. Um, have a look at if shops um, have closed and they haven't been able to release the shop for any period of time. And they are indicators that um, a lull in the economy is coming. Maybe not a recession, but a lull in the economy. So even when the government, governor said that, I was thinking, really? I don't think so. Um, and sure enough, in May 2022, with inflation going bonkers, what happened? Interest rates started to rise and we have had an interest rate hike um, every month since um, since May, including May, and um, the Reserve Bank meets again next week and it is tipped that we will have yet another interest rate hike. So we've gone from an official interest rate of well less than 1% and we're currently up to 2.85% and it will probably hit 3% uh, next week. Um, it's, um, everyone's tipped that there'll be another interest rate hike just before Christmas. So how, what do we do with this? How do we um, recession-proof ourselves? How do we cope with it on an individual basis? And, um, uh, you know, and it's really difficult to you don't have a lot of time. Uh, usually you have the six months where you can see interest rates are going up. So you can start to do things. And of course, um, I say this every time I do a money show. So I'll say it again and really, really quickly, you know, pay off your bad debt really quickly. Okay, we've done, move on. So that's always the first thing. And I did a show on good debt, bad debt, I think last week or the week before. And, um, you know, I said mortgages are good debt and uh, credit cards, personal loans, all of that sort of stuff, um, leases on cars, all of that sort of stuff is all bad debt. So get rid of that or get rid of as much of it as you possibly can. The other thing to do is... Uh, locking your mortgage interest rate and um, um, you know to even though it's locked in even though interest rates might come down whilst it's locked in it's still at a level that you can afford to pay so you know when you're locking it in um, it is sort of 
how long is the bad time going to be here? And, um, um, you, you know, it's a judgment call. It's how long do you think the recession is going to last? Do you think it's going to last a year, two years? How long do you think it's going to last? And then you lock in your mortgage for that period of time. And, um, you know, if interest rates are really, really, really low, then you lock it in for the maximum time that you can possibly lock it in. So it is a bit of a judgment call. Um, my view is that interest rates will continue to go up next year. That's my personal view. I could be wrong. I hope I am. Um, but that's what I think. And it was interesting um, in the mornings when I'm having my coffee, I really like to watch TikTok and um, mostly um, I have a laugh. But occasionally I come across something where I'm like, okay, this will be really interesting. So there was an Australian man, had a, I have no idea what his name was, had a lovely graph behind him. So it looked really, really impressive. And he was uh, standing in front of the graph and he was saying that, you know, we went, we had our first interest rate rate hike here in Australia in May 2022 and in his view, interest rates would start going down around May 2023. So we'll only have high interest rates for one year. And that was really interesting. So, of course, as soon as I heard him say that, I watched the whole TikTok because I'm like, I'm interested in money. I'm doing a show in a couple of days on, on a recession and how to recession-proof yourself. So I'm really interested in what you've got to say. So he went through what I've just told you about the, you know, Reserve Bank and how they came out and said we wouldn't have interest rate hikes till 2024 and the governor's just come out and he's apologised for saying that to the Australian people and misleading the Australian people um, because so many people are really angry with him and, and saying, well, we believed you and so we got, you know, a $3 million mortgage um, at, you know, 1.95% and now we're paying 5.7% on that same mortgage and we can't afford it. So um, he came out and apologised for misleading the Australian people. Before that, he'd sort of said, well, you shouldn't have just taken what I said as gospel. Um, you know, I was just giving you my thoughts and my perception of everything. But hang on a minute, you're the governor of the Reserve Bank. If you don't know what's coming, how the hell are we going to know? So that was the answer to that. So he's now just come out and apologised that he misled people and that's fine. So this man on TikTok, he went through everything I've just said. He had a lovely um uh, graph behind him so he looked really really impressive <clears throat> and he said um, in his view that um, interest rates would start coming down in May 2023 in Australia 
and he had read different articles that had said that. And I thought, okay, well, that's really interesting because I haven't read any articles like that, but I will go now and find them because that's what I do. You know, I, I'm interested in money. I'm interested in the economy. So I'll go and find these articles. Or he didn't name the person. He just said, I've read articles that have said, um, interest rates will go down in May 2023. And that was the end of his TikTok. And what I found really interesting about that was he gave no reasoning for it. He explained about the Reserve Bank and about the governor and about how he'd misled Australians and all of that and how he'd apologised and all of that sort of caper. Very interesting, but we all know that that's all out in the public arena, of course. But then he went on to say that these things he had read um, had said, well, um, interest rates will start going down in May 2023, so we'll only have these high interest rates for 12 months. So hang on, everything will be okay. But there was no reasoning behind it, none. That was it, no reasoning. And whenever someone gives you an opinion like that, with absolutely no reasoning behind it, you need to be worried because here's the thing. In Australia and the rest of the world, it's we're not, it's not just us. In a, but I'll give you the um, example here. In Australia, we have really high inflation. Our inflation is running at about 7.3%. It is tipped to be 8% um, by December um, today. And, um, you know, this month it's tipped to go up from 7.3% to 8%. But, of course, you don't get these figures for a couple of months. So I say 7.3%. That was probably what it was in September because we only get given them about um, every quarter, so we're about three months behind. So what I'm saying to you is a little behind because that's all I can give you. So, But the Reserve Bank has said that inflation is high and they expect it to be around 8% by December. So that's really interesting. And it's worldwide. It's not just here. The inflation is super high in America. It's super high in the UK. That's why the prices of everything is just going nuts. It's going really, really, you know, you go to buy food, little things like gravy. And I've said this before, I went to buy gravy a few weeks ago and I normally paid $2.50 for a little packet of gravy. That's now up to $3.50, $1. Now, okay, it's one item and it's $1. But if you put 30 things in your trolley every week, and they are all $1 more expensive, that's another $30 that you have to find to buy your groceries. Now, have you had a $30 a week pay rise? No, you haven't. And that's why everything's so expensive because your wages are staying exactly where they were. You haven't had a wage rise. Um and I'm talking like looking at the whole community, not everyone in the community has had a wage rise, maybe, you know, a percentage have, but community-wide, worldwide, the wages haven't been going up commensurate with the cost of living. 
And that's when you get a recession. That's another indicator of a recession. And that's exactly what's happening now. And that's what makes it tough because your wages have stayed stagnant and the cost of living. So the cost of food, uh, the cost of electricity, the cost of petrol, that's all going up really high. And in uh, England this year, earlier this year, England had a 50% increase in the cost of electricity and gas, 50%. That is enormous. Um, And they got that about June 2022. And then in October 2022, they were told it was going to go up another 30%. So that's an 80% hike in electricity and gas bills in months, not even, you know, in the in years, in months. Now, equally in Australia, we had uh, a 27% uh, increase in electricity this year. We're having a 25% increase in electricity next year and another 25% increase in electricity in 2024. So our electricity is going up as well, and yet our wages aren't. And that is the problem, um, and people are having trouble just buying the necessities, food, electricity, gas, um, all of the basics, water, all of the basics that we need to survive, a roof over our head, all of that sort of stuff, all of it is going up. It's either going up whether you've got a mortgage by interest rates or it's going up um, by your rent being increased. So it's all going up and that's why we're all having such a tough time at the moment. Um, So I'll go to a break. Uh, You are listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and I'll be back in just a minute. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. And before the break, I was telling you how when I have my coffee in the morning, I like to watch TikTok, um, and usually just because it gives me a laugh. And um, there was one Australian man that came on, and um, he was saying that interest rate interest rates would start to go down in May 2023. But what the problem was with that is that he gave no reasoning behind it. And when you think of the inflation rate in Australia, um, the last figure I saw was 7.3%. It's tipped to go to 8% um, by the end of December 2022. I just had a quick look at inflation rates in other uh, countries in the USA, it's 7.7%. In Canada, it's 6.9%. So everyone's roughly around the same 7%. Now, inflation should run at about 2 to 3%. That's sort of where it should be. So what um, the governments are doing around the world is increasing interest rates to try and offset the inflation rate. Um, so that's the reason for interest rates going up. They're trying to offset the inflation rate. Now, will it only take Australia one year to get their inflation rate down essentially 5%? Maybe. Maybe it will. I, I mean, I just don't have the answer. Nobody has the answer. Here's the thing. No one has the answer. Will it take Australia one year to get their inflation down from 7.3% uh, was the last inflation rate that I saw? It's tipped to go to 8% um, and you get inflation rates a couple of months later. Um, so no one can say it's this today because everyone's using the same material. Um, can we get it down 5% between in, in the next six months, essentially? Um, look, my personal view is I don't think so. That's my personal view. and um, But I could be wrong, and I'd love to be wrong. But you've got to look at what's going on elsewhere in the world. And, you know, has America got a handle on their inflation rate? Has the UK got a handle on their inflation rate? Not yet. So generally, Australia follows, you know, the other countries. We lag behind a little bit. That's because we're a long way away. No, it's not. I'm joking. Um, but we lag behind a little bit, which is really good because we, if we watch what's happening in other countries, we can see what's going to happen here in the next few months. So come January, February, March in America, if their interest rates, you know, stay where they are or start going down, then this man is right and um, ours will probably start going down in May as well. But if they keep rising, ours will no doubt keep rising as well. Um, so, you know, be very careful when you see people telling you what's going to happen in the future unless they can give you some reasoning behind it. Um, we all know the reasoning of how we got there. That's, you know, in the public arena. Um, so the information that he gave on this is how we got high interest rates now, well, we all knew that. But what we want to know is how 
he says interest rates are going to go down for May 2023. Now, as I said, he referred to you know, things he'd read by economists and um, et cetera, et cetera. So I then went searching for what he could have read because he didn't say I've read X by X. He just said I've read some stuff and that's what people are saying. So I went and had a look and um, at what he could have read and I found um, one document that was really interesting that did say interest rates were going to go down in May 2023 in Australia, in Australia or start going down in May 2023 in Australia. But what was interesting about that article is that the writer had given four scenarios and that was just one of them and what he had said was if interest rates continue to rise in 2023 in Australia this is what's going to happen if interest rates only rise from you know from now till May 2023 and then they start to go go down this is what's going to happen in the economy and so and then there were two other scenarios so basically, he'd covered all his bases. Like, I can give you six scenarios and say, if this happens, then this is the flow-on effect. If this happens, this is the flow-on effect. We can all do that. Um, he's covered all his bases. So he could say, if interest rates continued to rise and we went, you know, really into a recession where things get really tough, then he could say, I predicted that. Of course he did. He had four scenarios. Or if interest rates start going down, he can say, I can pre I predicted that. Well, of course, you had four scenarios. So reading something like that doesn't mean that that person's right. It's just that they have properly identified all the different scenarios and all the different outcomes. That isn't predicting what's going to happen with the economy. So it doesn't really make the slightest bit of difference um, to the conversation. And for one person just to pick up that one scenario and say this is what's going to happen um, is just wrong because we don't know what's going to happen. So, yes, if interest rates keep rising, things are going to get tougher. If interest rates start to fall, things are going to get easier. We all know that. You know that. You don't need me or anyone else to tell you that. That is, like, normal. But here's the thing, you know, how to um, protect yourself in a recession. And as I've said, and I've said to wait for weeks, get rid of your bad debt. I'll say again really quickly, get rid of your bad debt. Now let's move on. Lock in your interest rate, mortgage interest rate, if you can possibly do that. Because during a recession, Cash is king. What's king? Cash is king. Um, cash is always king. So um, the more cash you have, the less debt you have, the more cash you have, the better off you will be. And it's just as simple as that. I mean, you know, try and lock in as much as you can. If you can lock in your energy rate, then lock it in. Um, everything that you can lock in at the lowest price possible you know, lock it in. I read something that said, um, you know, try and um, increase your business and, um, you know, make as much money as you can. Well, some businesses can do that in a recession, but a lot of businesses can't. So, for example, um, a lot, hang on a moment. <coughs> 
I think it's because I talk too much. I cough. Um, um, you know, something like a cafe or a restaurant, they may not be able to increase their customers um, or they might, you know, hugely discount their meals, you know, um, have lots and lots of specials to get people in. But cash is king. Having as much cash as you can possibly have is king. And um, and then doing things that you can to bring in cash. So doing things like, you know, if you've got a spare bedroom, renting out your bedroom, um, um, walking the neighbour's dogs if, um, if you need more cash, minding their kids. Um, during school holidays, putting on a painting class for kids, doing extra things to bring in money, um, to bring the cash into the money, because into the household. Because one thing about a recession is, firstly, you don't get a pay rise. And secondly, um, often with a recession comes um, high unemployment. So doing whatever you can to bring in as much money into the household as early as you possibly can is a really great thing. Um, and my book, Dream a Big Life, I talk about this. I talk about how to bring more money into the household without you actually having to do more work. So you know, renting out a room um, to a student, for example, where, you know, you might say to them, um, I'll include dinner in the uh, in the rent. So a university student who gets, you know, their meals included, uh, they know exactly how much they're going to uh, pay you every week. And um, it in, it in, um, it includes all their food or their electricity. So your electricity won't necessarily go up a lot with one extra person and nor will your food bill if you're already cooking for three or four people, cooking for one more person probably isn't going to be that big a deal. So doing something that you can bring you know bring into what you're already doing so it's not extra work. If you've got a dog and you walk that anyhow and you say to a couple of neighbours, um, I'll walk your dog as well for $10 or $20 a day, whatever's the normal fee in your area. And that just brings in a little bit of money. I know some really crazy people that love to iron. Oh, my God, I hate it. It's the bane of my life. Um, never do I iron. In fact, I don't even think I own an iron, which is how much I hate it. Um, but I do know some people amazing people that love to iron and they iron everything their sheets their socks their everything because they love it so much um and bless them i don't see the appeal but whatever but someone you might be one of those people that loves to iron um then do some ironing for someone like me that hates to iron that goes oh my god an iron what's that and runs for the hills so Bringing in something like that if you love to do it anyhow or if you love to bake, you know, baking and um, selling it for, you know, birthday parties. You know, you might have six-year-old kids and you say to the other parents, listen, you know, I'll bake your kid's birthday cake and 
some cupcakes and different things for your kid's birthday party and I'll bring it along and I'll charge you X amount of dollars. Um, but things that you like doing that brings more cash into the household because cash really is king. And the more cash you have, the better off you will be. It's always been that way. Um, it always will be that way. So um, try and keep it so that you don't have another job. And if you are, um, you know, unlucky and lose your job because of a recession, then any job will do. And people tend to think um, that, oh, well, I'm a whatever and I want to stay in my own profession, which I get because I would be like that too. So I completely get that. But, you know, don't use up all your savings looking for that job in your particular profession. Um, I remember, oh, donkey's years ago now when I first came back from overseas, um, if you don't know this about Australians, Australians love to travel. And we have the, you know, like a gap year where we go overseas for 12 months or sometimes two or three years, depending on the person. Um, and we either take it between school and university or as soon as we finish university. And we just travel for a couple of years. We work and travel for a couple of years. And I got back from my gap year and, um, you know, was looking for a job. and you couldn't um, find one immediately. So somebody said to me, would you like to be a receptionist for us? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like it was money coming in the door and um, and I needed, you know, I came back flat broke, who doesn't, came back from overseas, absolutely not one cent, literally not one cent in my bank account. Um, and in Australia, you know, you can go to the government and you can say, um, I've just come home from overseas. I don't have literally one cent in my bank account. I can't even eat. And um, they will give you a small amount of cash so that you can at least go and buy food. It's not a lot. It's like back in the day when I did it, it was like $20. So we're not talking about any fortune. Um, but it was enough to go and buy food until I found a job, um, which only took me about a week because I was offered this job as a receptionist. And I was like, yep, that's better than nothing. At least I'm earning some money and I can pay all my bills, being food, rent, all of that sort of stuff. So started this job and I was still going for jobs as a lawyer because that's what I did. And um, um, anyhow, one, um, I was at an interview and um, they said to me, like, what are you doing now? You've been um, back from overseas for two months. Like, what are you doing? Are you working or what are you doing? Um, or are you just on the dole, which is a government handout? Are you just on the dole with, you know, with a government handout? And I said, no, you know, I came back from overseas and I was offered a job as a receptionist. And so I took it while I looked for a job as a lawyer. And um, they were so impressed by that that I got the job. That's actually was they said that they were tossing up between me and um, another girl and they um, uh, they were so impressed that I'd just taken a job as a receptionist as anything that they were like, this is the girl we want to hire because she has a really good work ethic, 
work ethic. So don't think taking a job that isn't in your uh, I can't talk profession is going to hurt you. It's absolutely not. Most employers are completely impressed with that. So we will come back after the break. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll see you in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be <laughs> fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. -on -one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network. And you all know I love talking and learning and teaching about money. So, um, of course, a lot of my shows are about that. And I also like to, you know, show people how they can dream a better life. So if you um, want a better life, you want to become financially free and you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, then email me at bromwin at bromwinsmith.com or book a dis discovery call at bromwinsmith.com or buy my book, Dream a Big Life. It will be um, a really great Christmas gift and a lot of what I'm talking about today and in other shows um, are in the book so you can read it if you want to try and recession proof yourself then follow what I say in the book and you will do it automatically there isn't a, a specific chapter in there about a recession because it wasn't necessary if you just follow the steps in the book you will automatically recession proof yourself um, and it's a um, really great book it's an easy read and it's really really easy to implement um, what I say in there uh, and it's interesting because lots of people have said that have read the book and that have implemented stuff even though it's only been out less than a month they've still said to me you know we did what you said and we you know implemented what you said and we found it really easy and we didn't even notice and one of the things I say is you know, work out what your spending habits are and then look at where your money's going. So write down, spend three or four weeks writing down everywhere that you spend money and then um, go through it and see where you're wasting money. So um, and see what you what expenses you can cut out. And I call it waste money. And the reason I call it waste money is because when you cut it out, you're not going to notice it. So things like if you buy 
two coffees a day at the local cafe, you know, make them at home or at work and then put that money into either debt or into a savings account. Or if you've got um, a gym membership that you rarely use, that's waste money. If you stop paying that gym membership, you're not going to miss it because you're not using it now. You know, same things with online memberships, all of those sorts of things. So go through the steps in the book. It's called Dream a Big Life. Um, go through your spending habits and your waste money and also go through where you want to be financially in the next year, two years, five years and 10 years. And that gives you some focus of why you're doing this. You know, why are you changing your spending habits and why are you saving the money? And once you work that out, it makes it so much easier for you to do that. So, um, you know, go through the book, as I said, work out your spending habits firstly, and then work out where you're wasting your money and and then cut out the waste money. And you're not going to notice it because it is just that. It's, it's money you're wasting. And you can do it some other way. So coffees, you can make them at home or at work. I'm so not suggesting that you give up coffee. Um, I couldn't, like, no way could I do that. I need my two coffees every single morning. Um, I wouldn't function for the rest of the day without them. So I'm not suggesting you don't have it. I'm just saying have it in a different way and go through all the different things. If you buy a lot of takeaway, then work out how you can cook at home with ease don't make it difficult don't start buying a recipe book where it takes you an hour or two hours to cook a meal hell no I wouldn't do that if a recipe takes longer than 20 minutes <clears throat> I don't bother I don't even start it in fact I don't even keep it so buy things like um, Jamie Oliver's 15 minute meals which really do take 15 minutes not the first time the first I timed it this is me I timed it the first time and I think it took me about half an hour. But after I knew what to do the second time, it took me about 20 minutes and the third time it took me 15 minutes. So things like Jamie Oliver's meals, all of that sort of stuff, uh, you can, you know, make, whip up really quickly and save a hell of a lot of money. And, you know, I've told you this over and over, I can't cook, so Everything has to be really, really quick for me to make. And I often buy things where they say, just throw it in the oven for 20 minutes or half an hour and pull it out and serve it and it's all done. That is my sort of <laughs> cooking. That's cooking to me. I think I've done a really good meal when I've thrown something in the oven and I've just taken it from the oven to the table and I'm like, I cooked. Um so I really hate cooking um, and I don't have time to do it either. And that's just like you. But you, there's lots of things um, that you can do to save a lot of money. And in a recession, cash really is king, um, even though lots of things in a recession are discounted they're still not discounted enough because our wages haven't gone up. So I hope that really helps you. I hope it changes the way you view recession and have a lovely week. I really cannot wait to see you again next week. Um, and we're now in December and in Australia, we are in summer. Thank you for Bye. listening to It Starts Bye. With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. 
Arrange your one-on-one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It starts with a dream with Bronwyn Smith. Returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.